Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. First uh, Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. Paul is talking to this new church in Thessalonica, and he says, we always, and he says we because I think it's so great. He's writing this letter with uh, with Timothy and also Silas. And so I love that Paul is like putting together, uh, it's not just me, it's these other people too that care about you. And he says, we always thank God for all of you and pray for you constantly. We always thank God for all of you and pray for you constantly. As I read that, I thought this is a master class in how to have peace as a leader. This one sentence. Because usually, and I'm speaking for me, you can just sit there and look at me, but usually for me, I think a lot more about the people that I lead than pray for them. For me, I worry a lot more about the people I lead than pray for them. For me, I let all the scenarios play out in my brain about the people that I lead, then pray for them. And I read this, and I thought, Ben, you don't have this in your rhythm. He said, we always thank God for all of you. That, these are just like six or seven words. Paul said he thanks God for all of them, not just the good ones. Because you know in a church, there's, Paul's got some good ones, and he's also got some real stinkers, some real jalopies that need some work, you know, and that just he's like, man, I, you know that Paul's thinking, but he thanks God for all of them. And I'm like, Jesus, help me. Help me thank God for all of it. Help me thank God for all the people, the people that I feel I wish that they were further along and the people that are just out sprinting everyone. God, help me to thank God for all of them. Help me to thank God for the people that I lead at my job right now that are doing really well and the ones that are, are seem like they're just not going to make it. Help me thank God for all of them. And then he said, we always thank God. So that speaks to this consistency, because then he says, and I pray for you constantly. And I started thinking through, like, what do I constantly do? What, what do I constantly do? What, what is consistent in my mind? What is consistent in my spirit? What is consistent as a leader for me? I hear too many of us as leaders we talk about situations that need to be fixed, and I think we talk way more than we pray about them. And, and I think we worry way more than we pray about them. And so I'm just, I'm just telling you right now, I'm trying to figure out in my mind, like even with some people that come to me and say, oh, I've got this issue, I've got this, this issue. I wonder if, what if my first response was, how much have you prayed about it? How much have you opened up your life to God about it? 
before you're coming to me. I, I, I love that you're coming to me and talking to me about this thing. I love that we're kind of sharing some life right here. That's awesome. But I want to know how much have you actually opened up your life to God about this thing? consistently just, God, I need a breakthrough here in this relationship. I need a breakthrough right here in uh, this, this situation that, that I've been thinking about a lot. And, and, and it's not just that you're praying for them and praying for what they're going through or praying through different th- situations. You're also thanking God for them. And you do this at the same time. And this, how many words is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. These are like thirteen words, and these thirteen words are wrecking me. This is one sentence, and I'm thinking, I don't know how consistently, uh, or, or I can just be brutally honest. I don't know how how much more I worry than I pray for the different people I lead. And then he said this. And as we pray to our God and Father about you, this is awesome, we think of your faithful work, your loving deeds, and and the enduring hope you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is awesome. What do you think about, what do we think about when we pray for people? Do we only think about the problem that we're praying for them with them? Do we only bring up that problem? What you think about a person matters when you're praying for them. Paul said, when I pray for you, I think about how faithful you are, I think about all the loving things you've done and the hope that you have that I've heard over. This is amazing. I don't know how much I do this when I pray for people. Because sometimes I pray, God, really just smack them real good so they see where they need to change. God, will you do a miracle here? God, you, will you do a breakthrough? Will you do, you know, all of these things are so great, and they're wonderful songs to sing, and I love that we can sing these things, but I'm also wondering, where, where is the time that we spend with the Lord? God, thank you for this person. Thank you for what they did over there and the, the love that they have and the hope that they have and how faithful they are. I wonder how much that stuff goes through our brain and our hearts and how consistent we are with it. Because uh, unfortunately, I look at myself, I'm like, I even got to retrain my brain to pray like this, but I'm not even close to being consistent with praying like this. I'm not even close. This is so far away from where I would want to be in my leadership. And, and, and I was thinking about all of this stuff, and this is why Paul can lead with such peace in his heart. This is why Paul can write this stuff from a jail cell. This is why Paul can be about this and not even be in the room, 
but be so far away, but be praying and have so much peace in his heart because he has set himself up to not have worry and strife and all of these different things kind of going around in his heart and his mind. He's reminding himself again, as I pray to our God and Father about you, I think of your faithful work, your loving deeds, and your enduring hope that you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. We always thank God for all of you. We always thank God for all of you. I, I just want to start thanking God for people. I want to thank, I, like, that's just my first step in this whole leadership thing right here. I just want to thank God for people. I want to thank God that I got people in my life. I want to thank God that we have people in this church. I want to thankful uh, thank God for the new people that are coming into our church. I want to thank God for the people that decided that they needed to go somewhere else because they've been, they know that they need to be planted in church and they can't be planted here. I want to thank God. God for them instead of get all butthurt about, oh, somebody left or this or that. And Jess just heard me say that, and she's like, what's wrong with you? But there's so many times that you can get so offended at these at different people in your life, and I don't want to carry that offense anymore. I want to thank God for people. I just want to thank God for them. I want to thank God that God brought them into my life. I want to thank God that they're here. I want to thank God for the good things that they have done. I want to thank God for the things that they are moving forward with. I don't want to keep just only running around in my brain thinking about the things that they're not yet and they can't be. And the, listen, I'm so thankful that there's people that are praying uh, to God for me and thanking God for things that I'm doing right now that are good. And that they're, they're, I'm thankful for those people who have prayed for me. And I want to be that same person. I want to be that same leader. I want to lead like that. I want to lead with gratefulness and thankfulness. And, 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 and every time I'm reminded of people, my first response, thank God for them. Thank God for them. Thank God for them. Instead of, oh, that nasty church in Thessalonica. Man, those people are, I mean, they're wigging out out there. What are we going to do? You know, like... God, you're going to just just smoke them. We'll just start a new one. I've started a lot, God. We can start another one. You know, like he's just, I'm so, uh, I've just been like riveted with this two verses. I thank God for these people. I want to thank God for everybody in this room. I want to thank God for everybody who's listening right now. I want to thank God for the new leaders that are coming into our church. And I, I, I want to be reminded again and again of the things that they're doing right, not always highlighting the things that they're doing wrong. And, and I believe that I'll be a better leader for it. I believe that um, I'll, I'll, I'll have the right heart attitude when I need to have a hard conversation. I'll have I'll have the right I'll have the right um attitude because I'm thankful for this person. And the truth is the 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 deep truth of this is is that people feel your spirit way more than they feel your words. And so as a leader if your spirit isn't right your heart isn't right towards a person, you can say, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. But some way it doesn't connect. Be 
because maybe in the back you're like, you say I love you, but you're resenting that person or you're upset with that person. Your spirit, um, the pastor uh, that I have at Austin, um, he would always say your spirit speaks louder than words. It's true. That's why when you're down in the dumps and you're just worried about a lot of things and somebody says, how you doing? And you're like, I'm fine. And they're like, no, you're not. Because your spirit speaks louder than words. That's, that's just how it is, you know. Um, and, uh, and so it's important as a leader, as I was thinking through these two, um, these two verses, I was thinking, this is how you get your spirit right when you lead people. You consistently thank God for them. And you consistently pray for them. And you consistently remind yourself of the good things that they're doing in their life. Just those things. Like if we can just boil it down. The people that I'm in relationship with, the people that I'm leading, I'm going to consistently pray for them. I'm going to consistently be thankful for them. And I'm going to consistently remind myself of the good things that they're doing. And I just want to let you know, for those of you who might be hearing this, like that just sounds, well, when, when are you really going to get down to the stuff when people need to change? Read the rest of Thessalonians. Paul lays it out real well. He, like, lays down the smack. But it's interesting to me that he starts with, this is what I do constantly. This is what I do all the time. And, and maybe, maybe if you do that all the time, that gives you permission to have really good conversations about things that are a lot harder later on. But you got to do this first. And this can't be uh, the, the consistently praying, the consistently being thankful, the consistently uh, remembering the things that those person, that person does. You can't let that thing be a side thing as a leader. And if we can do that better, we'll be better, better leaders. So, so Father, thank you again for, for helping us see how we can be better leaders. And God, grow and grow and grow and grow. Father, I'm so thankful for every person in this room, every person that's listening right now. Father, I pray that our consistency God would level up, and Father, that we would, uh, God, keep bringing to you, uh, God, so much grateful and thankful hearts, uh, God, because we really are. We're very thankful for where you placed us today, and God, helping us to move forward in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.